The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to his disciples, when you see Jerusalem surrounded by armies, then know that its desolation has come near. Let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains, and let those who are inside the city depart. And let not those who are out in the country enter it, for these days are days of vengeance to fulfill all that is written. Alas for those who are with child and for those who give suck in those days. For great distress shall be upon the earth and wrath upon this people. They will fall by the edge of the sword and be led captive among all nations. And Jerusalem will be trodden down by the Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles is fulfilled. And there will be signs in sun and moon and stars and upon the earth distress of nations in perplexity at the roaring of the sea and the waves, men fainting with fear and with foreboding of what is coming on the world. For the powers of the heavens will be shaken and then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Now when these things begin to take place, look up and raise your heads because your redemption is drawing near. The Gospel of the Lord. So as we've said before, <clears throat> as we move towards the end of ordinary time and the church shifts the focus to the final coming of Christ, um, and then from this shift of focus, from looking towards Christ's second coming, we then enter into Advent where we look at the coming of Christ in the incarnation. And I think that those two comings of Christ have to always be held before the Christian heart. The one is what we consider in terms of our judgment. It is the one where we consider the fact that all of our actions and everything that we do, we will have to account for before the one who comes in glory. But in his mercy, he is also with us in the incarnation. With everything that the Lord says, about his second coming, he also makes another promise to his disciples. I will be with you until the end of time. So yes, he is coming in his second coming, his coming in glory, when all of his glory will be made manifest. But until that time, he is with us in humility, in hiddenness, behind the veil of simple, what appears to be bread and wine. The Lord is with us as that protector and defender. And the fact that he is with us is what gives us peace. We see from the first reading today, and we can draw certain parallels from that story, not all of them, but certain parallels from what happened to the prophet Daniel in terms of what the Lord is speaking about for his people. 
So the prophet Daniel is thrown to lions, right? He is thrown to lions unjustly. And yet in that we don't hear of him shouting, panicking. There's nothing from Daniel that shows any type of fear. At least it's not recorded in the account. He is completely at peace with God. It is everyone else who seems to be very troubled. And then what you have is very beautiful because in a certain sense you have this prefigurement of what Christ is speaking about because the king is the one who goes away and then comes back to Daniel in the same way that the Lord will come back to us as king. And when the king returns to Daniel is also when he is liberated from that situation in which he is with, where he is surrounded by those lions, where he is trapped in that situation. And at the return of the king, he is liberated. And so forth, so for us, at Christ's second coming, all suffering, all sin, all of these things cease. Persecution of his people, all of it ends when the Lord comes again. But until that point, as we see with also the prophet Daniel, is that there was an angel that was there with him that shut the mouths of the lions that were around him. And so also for us, until the second coming of Christ, he is also still with us. He is still with us as our defender and protector, the one who brings us peace. And so when he speaks in the gospel today, and he speaks about the fact that he says men will be fainting with fear and with foreboding of what is happening to the world. That's not necessarily his own people. That type of fear should not be taking them. As all of the material elements begin to be shaken and disturbed, well, the people who trust only in material things will obviously react. As things begin to break apart and the cosmos and all of these things, the signs and the sun and the moon and the stars, all of these things begin to be thrown into turmoil. That also then affects certain souls and they are thrown into turmoil as well. But the command that the Lord gives to those who love him is look up and raise your heads. Instead of looking at all of what is happening in the material world, consider what is happening spiritually. Consider what God is doing. Instead of looking downwards at everything else, look upwards into God. Raise the mind into the things of God and into spiritual things. Raise your heads. This is not a time to be bowed down. This is not a time to be weighed down. This is specifically what comes before our liberation and Christ's second coming. All of these signs should be signs not that cause fear, but that instill ever greater hope and expectation of the coming Messiah. But until that time of his second coming in glory, we can also spend time with the judge. The one who will judge us, we have time now where we can come to know him, where we can befriend him, so that when Christ comes in his second coming and in glory, he comes as someone that we already know, that we already have an intimate relationship with, 
where he has manifest and made known his love to us, and we have tried by his grace to respond with love. When we come into adoration, when we kneel before our humble King present here in the Blessed Sacrament, that is the best way that we can prepare our souls to stand before him in judgment, is to kneel before him in prayer. That is the best way we can prepare our souls to endure his presence when he comes in glory and not be overwhelmed because we have spent time in this life allowing our souls to become accustomed to his presence, to be accustomed to spending time in his presence, and then also to growing to love time in his presence and to being with him. And if we love being with the Lord, then the idea of his second coming is no longer something of fear, but is something that we long for ardently. Amen.